Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome back there, brothers and sisters, to another edition of Roundtable Tuesday here on Warrior Radio Broadcast Network. Listen, if you guys are listening to us, you guys are listening to us live on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Pine Ridge Warriors Radio, or you're listening to us live on mixlr.com forward slash Pine Ridge Warriors. Um, listen, brothers and sisters, it's good to be back in the saddle. I know, sorry, you guys, for the late uh, show. We, we we were trying to do another prayer and prophecy night last week, um, last weekend, but things just did not work out. I'll tell you. It, we were super busy. Um, we were just super tired, so we had, had a lot to do. So sorry, you guys. My apologies for not doing our due diligence with that. Um, we'll definitely stay more on top and informed. But listen, you guys, I, I got a couple of announcements for your guys' ears. Um, we have a gathering coming up up here in the Black Hills. Not us, but some dear friends of ours. Um, it's called the Gathering Family Gathering in the Black Hills. This is the third family gathering of 2017. Where at is Camp Volunteer Custer, South Dakota, two miles south of Highway 38589 to um, Custer, west of the camp across the Custer Airport. Um, the dates are going to be June 23rd through – wow. Okay, yeah, June 23rd through the 24th and again September 22nd and September 23rd. If you guys would like more information, give us a call or uh, give Foreign and Cheryl Lewis a call at 605-673-4142 for more information. Um, the costs basically are $2 a day per person. $5 a day for a camper or RV, all pets to be on the leash at all times, none allowed in the lodges. Um, if you guys need uh, motel rooms, go to Shady Rest, uh, Motel 673-4478, Days in 673-4500, and Dakota Cowboy in 673-4659. Just make sure to mention that you're there for the Custer Gathering with Brother Forrest and Sharon Lewis. Um, so, brothers and sisters, um, don't forget to check out up on our website, warriorradiobroadcastnetwork.com. Go there for all the new, latest, and greatest things. And um, we survived our first week out here. But listen, brothers and sisters, without further ado, I want to bring on – well, no, no, hold on. Before I do that, Brother Steve, hold on just one second. Um, I'd like to thank all of our donors out there, everybody that has supported and sold into Warrior Radio Broadcast Network, um, especially through um, Pine Ridge Warriors Love Offering at gmail.com. You guys can go to our website, go check it out, warriorradiobroadcastnetwork.com, and go to the donate section and go check it out. But listen, you guys, I want to say a special thanks to Brother Shannon Ray Davis, also Sister Beth, um, and many others that have donated out here to be able to make this work here a possibility, this dream a possibility. So, yeah, you guys, uh, look for great things. If you guys want to get in touch or get involved here, listen, we need your guys' contact information. Email us at 
uh, Curtis Horse, uh, well, no, Pine Ridge Warriors at Yahoo.com or Pine Ridge Contacts at Gmail.com. What we need from you guys is, well, as soon as you email us, I'll email you all the paperwork that you guys need if you guys would like to volunteer or if you guys would like to bring out a group here too. Um, Wings of Eagles Ministries will get in contact with you guys with that. So with that being said, Brother Steve, welcome. Welcome back to the broadcast, man. It's good to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate being able to be with you tonight, Curtis. And for all of you who are who are out there on Blog Talk, uh, whether it's today or via archive. So how are things going, Curtis? I had to ask you. <laughs> I know I asked you before, but but you know, you're a lot of your your uh, listeners might say, "Well, what are the guys doing out there?" I know we talked about some of this, but but you guys had your first really wild week, right? Like we're 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 trying to get in touch with you guys, and that's almost impossible to do. So we figured, <laughs> well, there must be something going on down there. Yeah, well, listen, um, no, I mean, we've had our first awesome week. It was wild. It was crazy. It was exciting, but it was all God, man. Listen, um, what was it, the first night that they got here? Uh, I think it was like last Saturday. Yeah, Saturday night we went out to Manderson, and we cooked about over 400 hot dogs out there in the community. We had like two giant pans of baked beans, two giant pans of macaroni and cheese, buds of chips, cookies. Um, we went out there. It was the Oklahoma City Youth Choir that went out there and just loved on the people, man. They got a chance to sing, and they sound awesome. If you guys don't know what that is, go to our Facebook feed and listen to it. Or go, go to uh, Wings as Eagles Ministries Facebook feed, and they got a lot of pictures, a lot of updates about what happened. But listen, brother, we were out there from about, I would say, we left out no later than 12, and we were there pretty much until almost sundown. Um, it was great, dude. Uh, we mm. fed lots of people. We were playing basketball with kids basically the whole time, um, made some awesome connections, got a chance to pray for a few people. Dude, it was cool. It was really cool. So that was just day one. Mm, mm. <laughs> um, Sunday. Well, hey, time seven, uh, and then you've got it. Really, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, basically, you got an idea. Yeah, you got a you got a pretty decent idea about what we what we were doing out here. Um, what was it yesterday? Yesterday night was an awesome night as well because they did another praise and worship service out there in Kyle, and we were going out into the community just inviting all the little ones out there, and um, it was great. It was great, brother. So that was pretty much our week in a nutshell, um, taking care of kids and basically being the camp counselor, um, the youth, the first official youth pastor here at Wings of Eagles Ministries. So it was cool. Gotcha. I getcha. Well, that sounds sounds good. It sounds like it's a good start, and you guys are going to be, you're taking the next step in what the Lord has for you, and that's and that's about all you can do, right? Like we we move one step at a time, and we we don't want to get behind, we don't want to get ahead, we want to be right in the middle of His will, and that's, you know, we're, uh, you know, last week we were talking about what is the value of a man and. Uh, you were saying, well, maybe we should talk about this for another week. And, and uh, as you know, Curtis, it's been busy around our our end of things too. And I was I, I got on the road yesterday, and I've been driving hard the last couple of days. <clears throat> and so I'm I'm out in the middle of the west, in the the wild west in Canada. So I'm close to Edmonton, Alberta, right now. And so you know, uh, it was tough for me to get in here on time so that I could get. So that I could get signed in and fired up in time to do this. 
And so, um, Curtis, I think if if you're okay, we're gonna just we're just gonna kind of talk a bit and see where things go. Uh, I've got I've got some some points and notes that I'd kind of penciled down a week or two ago already, and um, we'll just kind of see see how that flavor how that flavor flavor tastes. We'll see where the Lord leads. Okay, and so if you're okay, we'll open up in prayer and then let's go. Amen, brother. Have at her. Okay. So, Lord, we thank you for today, and we thank you for loving us. Lord, there's nothing that matches you, nothing that is even close. Lord, you know all things, and your name is holy, for there is none that can stand before you. And, Father, we thank you for what you're doing down there in the in the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation. We thank you for Curtis and Haley and their willingness to to be obedient to you in what you have for them. And Lord, we pray that that as they minister there in whatever aspect it is, Lord, we pray especially for their protection. Lord, from a spiritual perspective as well as from a physical perspective, we ask, Lord, that you continue to meet their needs. Father, we think of those who might be listening tonight who who are facing physical maladies, psychological issues, um, emotional traumas, Lord, things that only you know about, things that are hidden to others maybe, but you see all things. And, and it makes me think of, of the talk we did a few weeks ago, a month ago, where we were, where we were talking about why do we sugarcoat things and why, why do we make things sound good to you but Lord, you know all things, and there's nothing hidden from you that is not known. And Lord, we realize that sometimes you stop yourself from intervening because you want us to take that next step with you. And so, Lord, for those of us, for those that are listening tonight who are facing issues like that, Lord, we just lift them to you, and we ask you, Lord, to to enclose them, engulf them in your in yourself, Lord. Hide them under your wings and protect them. Lord, help them to realize and see who you are through all that is going on. And Lord, help them to realize that they can rely on you. Because, Lord, we do not have the answers. Lord, we realize that time, time changes all things. In many cases, time can be negative. In many cases, time can be positive. But Lord, we just, we just, we just leave ourselves in your timeline and Lord help us to see you so that we realize as the time moves, how you want us to move. Lord, we ask that you be with every aspect of what we talk about tonight. Lord, that you, that your words would come forth and that someone would be touched and ministered tonight. And if not tonight, Lord, in the archives, and we will be careful to give you all of the praise and honor and glory for it. For it's in the name of your precious son, Jesus, that we pray. Amen and amen. Okay. And so, like we mentioned, last week we were talking about what is the value of a man. And and obviously, because of the type of program we have, we're talking about what is the value of a man in relation to our Heavenly Father and who we are in Him. And, you know, uh, there, there were a couple of points in when I was praying that, that related to some of that. You know, last week as we were going through, this, through these things, I was looking for a particular verse and I couldn't find it. And maybe, maybe, I, did, maybe I did track it down. But what I wanted us 
to start with tonight was Psalm 139, verses 17 and 18. And if if you guys have a Bible, I would encourage you to take it and just just track it down, track the verses down and follow along because, you know, it's nothing that I'm going to say or Brother Curtis is going to say or Haley is going to say or 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 the Pope is going to say, for that matter, that is going to have eternal value. But it's what the Spirit is going to feed us through the words that, that he's, he's given. And so Psalm 139, verses 17 and 18 says, How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. You know, that was that was one of the references. I'm not sure whether I got last week. One of them I had messed up, and so I didn't know where it was. But you know, brothers and sisters, think about what it's saying. Our Father's thoughts are more numerous than the sands of the sea, and so and so when we when we're troubled in our spirit, when we're troubled in our in our thoughts, in our in our soul, and we have this uneasiness, um, and 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 we get into a place of of maybe self condemnation or or the feeling of unworthiness or something like that. You need to go back to a reference like this and draw on it, and just and just soak into what it's talking about, what it means, what what the Father's love truly truly means to us you know we have so much value and i as i said last week i think i think i think that we many times don't understand that value but the father wants us to understand that value and part and part of of gaining that understanding i think is 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 victory that that has to be the part of every believer's life. You know, we all face challenges. And brothers and sisters, when we when we work through challenges, we need to we need to take the right type of perspective because what what is happening, you know, I guess I'll start here. I'll back up a little bit. You know, we 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 talk about the dark side. We talk about Satan, Lucifer, um the devil, whatever you want to call him and and his and his demonic forces and and we think they are bad and they're horrible and they are the interesting thing is though that if 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 he wasn't there if satan wasn't there and and there was no darkness and and everything that occurred in our lives in our beings in our souls was without the influence of Satan. I'd like someone to raise their hand somewhere and just say, do we really feel that we would have a, a closer relationship with our father? I guess what I'm trying to say here is that, you know, when we, when we see things that occur in our lives and they appear to be negative, we need to understand that, that those events in many cases <clears throat> are being put into our lives so that we can be purged and we can become more than what we were before. Uh, there's, a, there's a scripture in Psalms, I believe, and it talks about the refiner's fire 
and and the the gold being refined and the silver being purified and that is what is happening in our lives and brothers and sisters we need to get to the point in our lives where we don't look at some of these events or all of these events as the Lord is being hard on me. He is treating me unfair. He's doing something that, that I don't understand, and he shouldn't be. Brothers and sisters, first of all, we have no right to, to challenge our maker in anything that we are living through. But what we need to do is, is get over the thinking that we are that we are doing something wrong and therefore we are having these challenges. But I'm not saying that that won't happen from time to time because we reap what we sow, right? All of us reap what we sow. So if we reap goodness and righteousness, we're going to, or pardon me, if we sow goodness and righteousness, we're going to reap goodness and righteousness. When we sow uh, evil, discord, discontent, envy, all of those things we're going to we're going to reap those things and so those are just fundamental anchors of our being if if you do if you do good you will reap good if you do bad you are going to reap bad and so and so brothers and sisters when when something doesn't go the way we feel it should i don't think we can I don't think we can say, well, the Lord caused that to happen because I am, because he is angry at me or he doesn't want me to have something because that is completely, completely erroneous. He may not want you to go somewhere from a negative perspective, but he wants only the best. He always only wants the best for you. Think about it. If he is if he if his thoughts of us are as the sand of the sea or more than the sand of the sea how can we for a second think that he is negative there's there is that there's something bad that that he wants to have happen in our life curtis is there anything you want to throw in there well one thing about this is you know um this is actually a discussion that we were having you know if god is an all loving god why does he allow certain things to happen to us eh, and i know this might be coming at it from a different perspective but listen you guys we got to understand that the father whenever he begins to allow things in our life happens i don't care if that's sickness if that's disease if that's death if that's destruction whatever it is you got to understand that at some point this is going to have one or two effects. It's either going to draw you closer to the Lord to seek the answers, because it does say in one part in Scripture, it says it's the honor of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings to seek it out. And that's basically what it's going to do. It's going to push you deeper, or it's going to drive you further. Now, he would rather it have the first effect, because you know what um, – I've said this before. Don't let a good crisis go to waste. And yes, I understand that it's kind of looking at it from a shallow worth, um, shallow point. But even death, death or destruction might even come. But you need to understand that from even let's look at the fire aspect, the fire aspect of things. There's certain uh, there's certain plants on this world, on this earth, that cannot grow unless first there's a destructive fire that consumes and begins to burn them up. 
and through that fire, basically, there is a rebirth that happens. So what I am saying, if I'm saying anything, Brother Steve, is sometimes God allows certain things around us to happen to reach other people's lives that you may not have started seeking the Lord after. And then you probably will throw out this uh, inevitable question, well, why would God go ahead and create something if you know he was going to destroy it? Um, you know, you got to understand that you know the Father is both the creator, the giver, and the taker of life. So if we can understand it from that perspective, I think understanding whenever wrong things or bad things happen, it will be a little bit easier. So hopefully that makes a little sense, Brother Steve. <laughs> Yeah, and you and you know, Curtis, when you as you as you were talking about that, you know what came to me? Mount St. Helens. For those of us who are old enough to remember when Mount St. Helens erupted. Um, Curtis, you yeah, you were probably born by then. Um I j I can't remember exactly when it was, but it was it was a number of years back. And and what happens happened is Mount St. Helens erupted on the west coast or close to the west it was in Oregon or, or somewhere over there. And and it spewed all of this lava, and there was so much, there was so much ash fallout and things like that. Like we saw it in Western Canada and the Midwest U.S. This this stuff was just floating everywhere. But the interesting thing was, I flew into Portland, and and this was after Mount St. Helens had blown, and I'd heard how much negativity there was about what had happened to the landscape and how it was all destroyed and it wasn't going to yield and produce anything. And it was incredible. That area was greener than anything else. It was, it was just, it had been purged. It had been, it had been cleaned with fire, and, and it, just, it just came back greener than anything else around and it was it was incredible and i thought whoa like who in the world could say that that something that appeared to be so negative uh, would be because i'm i'm thinking our scientists should have known better but because there was so much negativity about what was happening and yeah there was some junk in the air but but look at what gets blown around in the air today as far as that goes and so I, it just made me think about that curtis when you were talking about that you know, you know, another another reference that that I was thinking about even last week as we were as we were talking was First John chapter three verse one. Um, that verse says, "Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called the children of God." You know, I I just <clears throat> I just think that. We don't understand what our position is because we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And we did talk about this a little bit last week. But, you know, for, for we believers who know that we have experienced the grace of God through Jesus Christ, victory is a choice because we, we had the fortitude, we had the understanding to come to know Jesus Christ in a personal way. But from there, we need to realize that we are living in a victorious state. And, and so many times in our, in our society, in our religious circles, we, we kind of think we got our fire insurance and we're just kind of hanging on to the end of the rope and, and, and what will be will be. And, and we realize that the Father does limit his effects in our life uh, as he is growing us and drawing us closer to him. But 
But as I said last week, our will is the strongest power in the universe. And, you know, that may sound trite. But if we just think for a moment about what our will is like, when we really, really, really want to do something, we get it done. It makes me think of, um, of Olympic athletes or, or professional athletes. These guys, these guys will knock themselves out day after day. They'll go hungry. They'll eat all kinds of rabbit food. They'll, they'll do everything necessary to get to be the number one in their field. And brothers and sisters, we as believers need to have a hunger and thirst for righteousness and that relationship with the Father so that the victory is ours. Because, because it is there for us. The victory is actually there. It's, it's taken place already. But it's whether or not we're going to walk into it. And the Father, and the Father loves us so much. He just wants the, the best that we can be. In, in this relationship with him. And as we said last week, he, he, is, he is a gentleman. He, I, I, it, that is, doesn't even do it justice, frankly. Because as soon as we turn to the side, as soon as we look the other way, he just backs away and says, okay, well, when you're ready, I'm here. The only the, the only the only challenge with that is that his word says that he will not always chide. And so I guess that may in be also be in relation to salvation. But brothers and sisters, when we when we grieve the Holy Spirit, when we grieve how he wants to work in our lives, it is going to be harder for us to come back to what it is that he wants for us because the rest of it is we start to harden our hearts and and things become uh they become commonplace or they become whole hum um you know when when we see the working of the holy spirit whether whether it's in tongues miracles prophecy uh discerning of spirits though the 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 giftings of the spirit when we see those things taking place and and we say, oh, well, that's not that big a deal. I was, I was at this, and this event where, where it was way greater, or, or I experienced, experienced something a whole lot better than what I'm seeing here. Brothers and sisters, there is nothing common about our Father. There's nothing common about His Son. There's nothing common about the Holy Spirit who came when Jesus went so that we would have a liaison between the Father and us. So, so brothers and sisters, we, we need to be careful that our relationship with our Father is always special, and it's always first place. And I know, I know it's easy to say those things. It's not so easy to live them. You know, I'm... I'm I'm in my truck and I'm driving and I'm driving and I'm driving and I'll turn my radio on and I'll listen to something for two minutes and I turn it off and and then I talk to I talk to the Lord for a while and then I'm quiet for a while and then I turn my radio on again and and after a couple of minutes I just turn it off because you know what what's important to us 
And, and as far as I'm concerned, when I'm driving and it's quiet and, and I'm in my own thoughts, I can be there and I'm, I'm hopefully inclining my ear to hear what he has for me because I'm trying to get to the point where it's not always about me speaking or me asking for something. It is, it is about me listening because I want what he wants for me. Brothers and sisters, we all need to want what he wants for us because there is a world that is getting darker. Things are getting crazier and it is happening more quickly than ever before. You know, we were talking about this just a little bit the other day about where we are in history. Brothers and sisters, I don't think we realize the the honor that we has been placed on us to be born in this time. We don't really know where where things will go from a timing perspective, but but so so many people um from a spiritual perspective, say, oh, it's almost over. We're, we're there, we're there. Even so come Lord Jesus. And I say, even so come Lord Jesus. The thing is, I say it probably in a little different context than some do because, because I don't believe that we're, that we're necessarily gonna, going to be whisked away um, before anything negative occurs. I mean, right now we have so much negative occurring in, in, our, in our world um and and a lot of it has to do with spiritual things and 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 yet i think things are going to well i believe completely that things are going to get a lot worse and and it is backed up in scripture so so i think i think one of the things brothers and sisters that we need to remember is that our father is no man's debtor he says that he will owe no man anything and so, and so when we do and, we're, and, we, and we are honorable in, in what he has given to us, what, what, he's, what he's made us responsible for, when, we are, when we're honorable in that and we are faithful in that, he will not leave us wanting. He will not be left in debt to us. And so much of that has to do with obedience and faith, which is which is beyond the physical and it is beyond the visual. We don't see it. Um, we don't feel it. The only thing we're going to see and feel is going to be visions and, and we're going to feel uh, the, the fullness and the peace of the Holy Spirit in our lives. You know, I heard someone use the term fatalism. And so I, I didn't have a clear understanding on what, on what that meant just for the record, fatalism is really bad. Um, we've got to get fatal, fatal thinking out of our minds. Um, when, I, when I went and looked and said, okay, so what, what does fatalism really mean? It is referring to how we as believers are submissive. And the way we think many times is, okay, so what will be will be. Brothers and sisters, that is that has never been the will of the Father. You can, you can go through book after book after book, specifically in the New Testament, and he tells us one time after another what it is that we have, who it is that we are. We, are, we, we, we have everything. We have everything. And I guess, that is, I guess that is a huge, huge component of what we need to understand. Anything to add there, Curtis? 
Yes, brother. Um, you know, about far as – I'm just going to switch gears here real quick because I like sure. the vein you're going down. But, you know, with these things that we've been talking about, you know, what is the worth of a man? You know, one thing is that always keeps coming back to my mind, and it says we are all fearfully and wonderfully made. And I've had this thought, and I was holding on to this thought because I didn't want to lose it, brother. <laughs> um, and that's just how it is <laughs> sometimes. But um, you, you kind of know what I mean. You like have this thought, and you don't want to lose it. But whenever oh, the yeah. scripture says that we're fearfully and wonderfully made, listen, you guys, if you want to know, sometimes in our Christian walk, I find people, they realize they don't know who they are. They don't know their value. They they think that, well, maybe because I'm not anointed enough, maybe because I don't have this or I don't have that gift active in my life, that the Father can't use me. Um there's a lot of people running around in the body today that have that same misconception about their self-worth. Um, I was having a conversation today, brother, with the Baptist about speaking in tongues. <laughs> this was an interesting oh, wow. go about. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, he was actually pretty laid back, and his answer to this was, okay. well, because I don't understand it, I don't really teach it. And I was like, hmm. So do you think that's a hindrance, or do you think that's a blessing not being able to understand it? Because the Lord does say his ways are higher than our ways, his thoughts you know, higher than our thoughts. But it is, you know, and I kind of referred back to that scripture about you know, it's, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the honor of kings to search it out. I said, yes, there are certain things we are not called to understand fully. I said, but just because you can't speak in tongues doesn't mean you don't have the Holy Ghost. Just because you can't prophesy backwards, given at will, doesn't you know doesn't disqualify you for having the Holy Ghost. But don't use that as an excuse to excommunicate those gifts because you don't have the faith. Because it says in part in Scripture, it says all according unto your faith, let a thing be established. <laughs> so. Mm. We had this conversation about mm. you know being fearfully and wonderfully made in Christ, and you know, just because we don't believe in something doesn't make it any less true. But a lot of times, what I'm getting from this guy, brothers, basically in a nutshell, is because he was scared to misuse it and abuse it, they have the tendency to go to one extreme or the other. Hmm. Well, and and I think uh, in fairness to the situation, you know what, that is, and Curtis, we've talked about this a little bit when you were, when you were with us in Canada, Um, you know, there is, there are those who, who are scared of the gifts and some of it is because it is the other side where where the gifts have been used and I'm going to say almost abused to a certain extent. And so then then they say, well, oh, that's wrong, that's wrong, you can't do that. But but because of that, they go so much to the opposite side of the pendulum and and they miss what it is that the Lord has for them. And and it's Hey, I, I, it's taken me a long time to to work through some of those things myself, but but we've been given those things, and and when Christ told us 
that greater things than these we would do than the things that he did because he was going to the Father. He wasn't kidding. He didn't just mean that for a couple of people. He meant that for his people through the, the corridors of time. And so, you know, uh, in, in there, there's, a, there's a scripture reference that says, behold, I do a new thing. And, and see, that is, that's another thing, that's another area that, where, where people can be tripped up because they'll also say, well, there is, there is no new thing under the sun. And yet the Father says, I do a new thing. Okay, so how can he say that? And, and <laughs> you know, to compare that, Paula and I have been reading through Proverbs this month, and it was because of um, Brother Graybill uh, spoke some things to us, and and that was one of the things he talked about. And so we've been reading through Proverbs, and Proverbs is full of of counter. I'm not sure how how, how to term it right. There is a positive and there's a negative, and yet so the the word says, um, "Don't talk to a fool." Don't answer a fool because you'll be considered foolish. And then in the next verse it says, answer a fool or else he will consider you a f- or or hi oh now I'm just trying to get a comparison here and I'm just trying to I'm scrambling on the verses there. But it, but he's telling you don't answer a fool because you'll because you're going to be a fool, but answer a fool so that you're not a fool. And so what I'm saying is there there are there are two sides to so many things and we don't always in our flesh understand them the spirit has to share them the spirit has to open them up to us and it's and it's a little bit like um one other situation where where someone asked a question about something in specific and and to me it's glaringly obvious and when I answer him, it it's hard for him to understand. And some of those things we learn by the Spirit. And so, you're you may have knowledge, you may under you may get an understanding of something, but did you truly have the revelation of it, right? And that's and and that is where where we where we need to press into, as as children of the Most High. Um, it made me think about Ephesians 6. Verse 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Brothers and sisters, we need to remember that. Because because this, this battle isn't about, it's not about, it, it, it is about us, but it's but it's more about who we are in Christ. And so because we are in Christ, that means it's about our Savior and our Creator, because He tells us, "Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness." And and I think sometimes we read these verses and we say, "Oh, okay, so you can have your loins girt about with truth, and you have a breastplate of righteousness." But do we truly understand that the breast breastplate of righteousness isn't just to say we're going to put on a breastplate? And it's going to be righteousness. It is something we have to incorporate into our beings, into our into our spirit, into our soul, so that it becomes a part of us. And that I think is sometimes where we get tripped because we think, okay, uh, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. 
Well, feet shod. Okay, your feet are covered with the preparation of the gospel of peace. But it's telling you to have an answer for every man who asks you of the hope that lies within you. Okay, and, and sometimes I think we get, we miss, we miss the true meaning of what these verses are saying. Above all, taking the shield of faith, where with you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So in, in, our, in our mind's eye, we're seeing a shield and we're seeing fiery darts coming at us. But, but what he's truly telling us is to gird ourselves up with faith, to believe what it is the Father has spoken to us and what it is that he wants us to understand. Because when we do and when we believe what he says, there is nothing that Satan can throw at us that we just can't say, no, not today, not going to happen. This is not true. Because he keeps, he keeps planting that little bit of garbage in us, and he just tries to see if he can get a little corner, a little foothold. But, but faith, being faithful and understanding what it means to be at peace and, and, and joyful in who you are in your relationship, and having the, and having the, the, I'll say, use the term peace again, to know that we are exactly where the Father wants us to be, and there's nothing between us and the Father. And so then finally, and taking the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, so the helmet of salvation, we are covered. We are covered from the top with our salvation, and the sword of the Spirit is the Word. And so the Word of God, and it, and it's the black and white, but it's also it's also the things that the Holy Spirit has shared with us and has illumined us to. And, and Curtis, you know that, that um, there are some, some sects, some organizations that will, will actually say that unless it's written in black and white in the Bible, the Spirit isn't going to tell us anything. And that, that cannot be so. Because, because, again, knowledge is one thing, but, but a revelation comes through the Spirit. And that's why Jesus sent the Spirit. Anything to add? Yes, brother. You know, um, there's a comment that was thrown up about, okay, let me just go ahead and jump on this about, you know, people saying that if it's not clearly outlined in the Scripture, that basically it can't, you know, the Holy Spirit can't reveal it. Um, is that what you said? Right? There's some people yeah, that say that. Well. Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah. the reason why I find this 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 theology or this thought process kind of in error in error because okay, the scripture, yes, the scripture a lot of people they will they will hold the scripture up even higher than the relationship that the father will have with you and I. And I mean that. Now, I'm mm. I'm not trying to diss the scripture. I'm not trying to put down the scripture or the written word of God. But what I'm saying is if you are holding that higher than your relationship and the revelation and the understanding and wisdom that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit can give you, you are in error. Um, there are some people that worship their Bibles. Now, it is a book. You're not supposed to worship the things that God has created. And yes, cast no griven image or you know make no griven uh, gr yeah. Make no image before you. Graven. <laughs> you know, graven, yeah, yes. Yeah. Make no graven image Have before no graven you. Image. Now, yeah. yes, yeah. and see, 
to me, brothers, brothers and sisters, especially you, brothers, you, you know me. I I put more emphasis on relationship than so much on scripture. I know scripture. I may not be able to quote John, you know, John twelve five. I may not be able to quote right. um, Proverbs twenty twenty. You know, so I I cannot quote these things, but. What's more important to the Father is that the Word is in your heart, that it is made manifest through your godly living, through your living, that you manifest mm. the Word of God through your actions, how you treat others, the way you interact with other people, because you look as you, – you, you look – okay, let me use this as an example, Brother Stephen, then I'm going to kind of pass back to you. You look at the Old Testament. Whenever you read about the Old Testament, the Old Testament God basically he was mean. He was he was flat out just ruthless. So, with that in mind, the Jesus we come to know in the New Testament, if the only learning that he had was in the Old Testament, where did it talk about love? Where did it talk about, you know, the greatest commandment I give unto thee, you know, that you should love your neighbor like yourself, you know, that you should pray for your enemies, that you shall do this, you should do that. See, he let the Old Testament or the the things that he learned, the scripture, the written word of God at that time, be alive and well. And through that, he developed a relationship with the Father that taught him exactly what to and what not to do. Amen? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes. Yeah. And so as you were as as you're talking, Curtis, I'm I'm maybe I'm I'm digressing, too. Um, but Zephaniah chapter three. And, and for those of you who don't know where Zephaniah is, it's in the Old Testament <laughs> and it's before Haggai. I think that's maybe how some people pronounce it. And it is after uh, looks like Micah. Micah. Uh no, Habakkuk. Anyway, I just want to I just want to read this reference, brothers and sisters. Uh, Zephaniah 3 verse 17. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. You know, we we can talk about things and and there can be a negative connotation sometimes and and some of that is because we need to get we need to we need to get each other to understand what the father truly has for us curtis brother curtis would not be talking about things that he doesn't believe in i wouldn't be talking about things that i don't believe in and so if if we're talking about things here I would challenge you, go into the scriptures and make sure they're so. But we believe what it is we're talking about. And so and so when when I read a verse like this, where the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty, there's a song that, that has these words in it. And he will save, and he will rejoice over thee with joy, and he will rest in his love, and he will joy over thee with singing. You know what, brothers and sisters, remember there's a verse somewhere that says the, the angels in heaven rejoice when one's soul is brought into the kingdom. Our Father does that. The Lord, our God, does that. And, and, and he does it in conjunction with his son Jesus because, because he sent Christ to pay so much for us. And, and you know, 
Brother Curtis, we, we we aren't necessarily mainstream, you know that. And we talk about some things, and and truly, I don't think we have a foggy clue of what it is that we have been saved from. And I think we're going to we're going to know someday, but right now we see through a glass darkly. But sooner or later, we're going to see face to face, and so and so. Brothers and sisters, well, I guess what I'm saying is I'm trying to encourage you to to press in because the Father loves you. He loves us. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. That's Ephesians 2, verses 4 to 7. You know, we have so much, we have so much at our disposal. And like I said last week, our biggest limitation is ourselves. And, and there, when, when, I, when I consider that I am a joint heir with Jesus Christ, whew, I've got a long way to go to get a true, a full understanding of what that really means. But you know what? I want that understanding. And I, I pray that I will come into it, and and I want to press towards it. Brothers and sisters, that should be all of our goals, every one of us. And you know what? There's no distance in the spirit. Um, we're, we're not quite to the top of the hour, Curtis. Do you have anything else to add there? Um, not necessarily, but, you know, I always got something to say. Um, you know, I don't preach on anything, you know, that I don't personally do believe. Like, you know, I, I, what what we preach on, me and Brother Steve and anybody else we have on the show, it's not something that, you know, is a bunch of theoretics. It's not crazy. It's not out there. It, it's biblical. You guys look about everything we say because, you know what, man can be in error um, even though we are fearfully yeah. and wonderfully made. You know, I don't know why. This is why, you know, you get the pre-trib, you the mid-trib, the post-trib, and all these other different crazy tribs, things going on. you got the, all these different crazy doctrines, and the reason why is because man is in error. But, um, you know, sometimes he can. Not all the time, but some of the time, unless he's directed and led by the by the Holy Ghost, which is not uh, – which is infallible. He can't be messed up, slipped up. So with that being said, right. Brother Steve, um, I would say – you know what we do preach on. We live, we live, and we 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 do um, we do believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that is yes, and and um, and we are, and we're, and we are walking this path. We are, you know, some people think it's it's kind of corny to say we're on a journey, but we are on a journey, and we're all in a different place, and and then this this boils back down to how we react with each other. You know what? The, the word talks about us as brothers and sisters um, taking care of each other, loving each other, helping each other, growing each other. When, when we fall down, someone, some one of our brothers and sisters or sisters helps us up, helps us find a way through it. You know, it's so trite to say these things, but it is something that we, you know what? Part of our maturity is is going to be shown by how we react, act and react to our brothers and sisters. Because unfortunately, if we're 
if we're not behaving well with our brothers and sisters, how in the world are we going to behave in a world that, that is, doesn't know Christ? Because, and, and someone might say, well, they don't know any better. But I also know that, that when someone's in the world and he's got his body's uh, is black and red and yellow with tattoos and, and there's, and there's uh, ear studs running from the top to the bottom and there's rings everywhere and, and the hair is 14 colors and, and there's black studded clothing. You know, it's, it's then the natural thing for, for those who are prim and proper to say, oh, that person has got problems and he might be uh, satanically influenced or something like that. Brothers and sisters, those are all, those, those, every, every person that's walking this earth was designed by our creator, by our, by the creator of all things. And each one of us, each one of them are made in God's image. And so, and so it isn't, it's not the person that you're going to deal with if there's something that is untoward. It is the spirit that is behind that person. And, and, and we, as we mature, as we grow, as we learn to understand what the Father meant when he said that we are to love each other as Jesus loved us, as Jesus loved the church, as we as we grow in that, we are going to realize that it doesn't matter who the person is in front of us or what they look like or what their background is or 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 where they are in their in their walk in their life. We are there to love on them and because the light of the Holy Spirit is going to come through us if we're in the right place, and that is what that person needs to see. And that is, there's just no other way. There's no other way we are going to truly impact the world. It's only through the power of the Holy Spirit and, and allowing him to work through us and not us doing it in our own power. Because we've too many of us have done that for far too long. And we need to get over ourselves. There you go, Paula. That's one of your comments. We need to get over ourselves and, and get into the Spirit. What do you think of that, Amen, Chris? Brother, well, I would say you're you're 100 percent correct. Um, there's so many issues in our walk that we can get over by if we would just come to the end of ourselves. It says in one part in scripture that a man yep. not, not think higher of himself than he ought to. That's that's not just a good saying. That's truth. Um, well, listen, mm. brother Steve, mm-hmm. th- I, this is an awesome program. Awesome program, brother. And I know that you're kind of you're you're you've been busy and you just kind of like bam, we got to wing this. So you know what? You know this is what I like. I like kind of doing improv because I'm serious. I'm serious. I like doing this improv because um, there's no set thing. You know, it keeps everyone on their toes. It kind of you know. I mean, God bless notes. God bless studying. But you know, whenever you do that, it's like ah, it's like repetition. You know, become that living epistle. Amen. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it does. Uh, it makes it come in. It makes it come out from the inside, hopefully, the right way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about the other way either. <laughs> oh man. No. No. I'm sorry. No. no. 
Uh, I'm sorry, guys. But okay. listen, brothers, uh, brothers and sisters, if you guys want to get a hold of Brother Steve Frey's brother, how, how how can they do that? How can they get a hold of you? Um, give out your contact information well, and all that fun stuff. Yeah, you you can contact us via email, uh, Roundtable Ministries Intl at gmail dot com. Or you can call me on my cell phone, which is 204-497-0077. Or you can call me on my Skype US number, which is 605-223-1866. And Curtis, I'm winging that because I don't have anything in front of me either. That's a lot of numbers for me to remember. And so, um, but besides that, brothers and sisters, uh, if you want to check out who we are, we um we have a website roundtable ministries international.com uh if you key that in it'll take you to the link to get in and it'll tell you about a little bit of who we are and by all means if you have any comments questions prayer requests whatever it is by all means share them we'll we'll call you we'll if you don't want us to call you we won't we'll we'll pray for you uh you know what and for those like brother curtis you mentioned uh custer for those of you that are somewhere in that area, by all means, show up June 23rd and 24th. Uh, Curtis and Haley will be there, as far as I know, at least some of the time, and we're planning to be there, and there's others from, from Canada going to be there, as well as all over the U.S., frankly, uh, quite, a, quite a number of different places. And so, and, and, you know, Curtis, like we said last week, for those of you who may be in Manitoba, Canada, uh, so central Manitoba, Winkler, Morden area, Carmen area, we have a Bible study on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. And, and we would love to have you. You could call us and make sure that everybody is going. And like this week's going to be different because I'm on the road and I'm not sure whether Paula will take care of that. But but by all means, um, if we can help in any way, just let us know. We'd, we'd, we'd love the opportunity to help. Amen. Well, listen, you guys, um, we love and appreciate you, man. Can't wait to see you soon. And um, hopefully I'll get a chance to talk to you guys sometime this week, but maybe not today because I think we're all pretty much beat <laughs> from our long days of, of doing stuff and things. <laughs> yeah. That's the best no, way I can Maybe try on the weekend, that. Curtis. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, well, praise God, because this week we're off, man. We, we've got one week off before June 11th or June 12th, and then we're going to hit the ground running for like the next – like three weeks or two months. I don't know. I don't know however long that's going to be. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but all right. Great. Well, listen, brother, you give uh, you give your wife a big old hug for me. Tell Mumchi I said hi and tell the crazy kids out there the next gathering you guys got that we love them, appreciate them, and miss them dearly. Whoa. Yep, we'll and, do, man. And uh, with that we'll being do. said, brother, we'll talk to you guys later. Brothers and sisters, thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow. Uh, for another edition of Young Disciples here on Warrior Radio Broadcast Network. You guys tell your friends, get the word out. If you guys liked us, don't forget to follow us and like us. Subscribe to us on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Pine Ridge Warriors Radio. And also don't forget to follow us here on MixLR at www.mixlr.com forward slash Pine Ridge Warriors. And look for us coming soon within some time this year uh, for our YouTube channel, Warrior Radio 1. Also don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. So with that being said, I love and appreciate you guys. Check you guys out later. Shalom, shalom. We are out.